Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's only one N in Nanshin, idiot. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Nanshin. Boys here, the internet's number one fake history podcast, according to us, the internet's premier devil may care podcast hosts. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. Uh, I am your host, Peter, thirty and loving it, O'Donohue, and I am joined by Ethan, twenty nine and loving that Pete's thirty because I love a silver fox. <laughs> uh, I'm James, and I'm just waiting for Ethan to turn 30 so he can tell me how naive I am, and I'll understand when I'm older, because he does that every year. <laughs> every year for the two or three months that I'm technically a, a calendar year older than Jamie, I will tell him how much he has to look forward to in the coming yeah. in the coming years. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, we'll be once again pulling the audience's devil trigger uh, and diving into Devil May Cry. Uh, Peter, you re- say devil trigger on the radio, okay? Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going to be talking about prostates on this on this episode. <laughs> is that what that's called? It's what it is now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, it, it is. It is definitely slang. So um, when you turn thirty, Jamie, you'll understand <laughs> yeah. that you get a new relationship with your doctor, and it's called the, de- <laughs> it's called the devil trigger. <laughs> uh, all right, and time one minute, and we're already talking about up the butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um devil may cry was a request uh from c in brackets andy which automatically turns into the copyright icon so i guess he's the og or just owns it so everybody else named andy or andrew kind of owes him money um and it was supported by a here here from the uh shadow cabinet in the back of parliament from jesterful um, uh, old friend of the show old friend of the show old reliable jester Set that bionicle trap and just never got out. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, what, one one bionicle episode, two bionicle episodes. Fucking one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's gonna do bionicle again, guys. I swear. Uh, like, yeah. They've never given up hope. Okay. Yeah. And I you, and you, I've you been dead for three years, and it's just like they're <laughs> gonna do bionicle again. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I brought up um, Pikmin two as an episode on Community Night the other night, and Terry just let out like a long satisfied sigh. Like yeah, he, he, he would. Yeah. <laughs> On the subject of Community Night and requesting lore and finding out that I've been dead for years, um, if you want to pin stuff up on our refrigerator, you can go over to the loreboys.com slash about, hit the Discord, and go to the lore requests channel. Um, obviously, we do one a week, so sometimes you might need to wait a minute, but uh, we get to it. We get to it all. There's also a link in the description on this episode. Yes, also that. Uh, so, Devil May Cry. Uh, Devil May Cry was created by Hideki Kamiya, uh, who was also the creator of Resident Evil over at Capcom, uh, really? and was originally intended to be Resident Evil 4. <laughs> what? Okay. No I way. Didn't, yeah, the timeline's lined up like that. Yeah, so Resident Evil's, 
Resident Evil's like one, two, and three are all like slow, methodical, plotting survival horror games with tank controls, meaning your character's directional inputs don't always correspond to where the camera is, which is something that yeah. I find crippling from like a neurological perspective. Like I'm very, <laughs> I'm very bad at tank controls. Uh. Um, the only real experience I have with that is like Silent Hill one, uh, where me and my roommate used to get like just schwacked and play Silent Hill on the PS3. Um, but yeah, so, uh, apparently Kamiya at some point was just like, yeah, I mean, maybe we could spice things up a bit and, uh, maybe go like in the complete opposite yeah, direction. We're just like a fast paced action game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this, they actually built a prototype at Capcom and when he showed it to the higher ups, they were just like, this is completely different, but also pretty kind of cool. cool. <laughs> so why don't you just carry on with this one here? Call it something else. Like if you were like EA, like Sony or the Clintons, you just like shoot Camille in the back of the head and pretend like this prototype had never been made. Uh, <laughs> but Capcom gave him their blessing and they was just like, yeah, cool, man. Smash together some English words that sound neat together. Uh, and that's how you get Devil May Cry. <laughs> so I've played Devil May Cry three, I want to say. How many is there? There's five right now. I right? played five, yeah. Yeah, so I've okay. only played DMC, which was the Western reboot, which at the time I liked, uh, but after playing five, I can see why fans hated it, because DMC five kicks so much ass. Yeah, so my best <laughs> way to sum that up is a game that is like, has all, music that's so bad, it's somehow good. It, uh, it, and, yeah. Yeah, and then it's also a bunch of anime bullshit, uh, weird pregnant pauses, like there's like a punchline, but the punchline doesn't really make sense when they're saying things. And um, localization also, is hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like it's a fighting game, action fighter, where you like go around and you could be really bad at the game and just like mash one button and beat the game, or yeah. you could just be really good at the game and get these crazy insane combos that I've never gotten to. It. Yeah, so I I googled it. I pulled up the clip for my own benefit. I have played Devil May Cry Three: Dante's Awakening. Okay. Uh, which was extra confusing because they, they set it up. I think Dante might, may have been a character in like two, like a not a, a playable character, but like a character that you meet and then you play Dante in the third one. So it was supposed to be like, oh, interesting and cool. But uh, I was just like, I don't know who this person is. Um, don't know what's going on. Like Jamie said, I it was PlayStation 2 that I played it on. Uh, and I think I just like mashed the square and triangle, like square, square, triangle, square, square, triangle through the entire game. Yeah. Uh, occasionally hitting circle to shoot my gun because you have pistols uh, as well as swords, which I think I was into. I was probably I must have been pretty into Halo at the time and been like swords and guns. This is dumb and doesn't make any sense at all. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Despite the sword in Halo. Oh, or I guess it was Halo one. That's an energy sword, Peter. That's completely different. You know Never it, okay? You right. know it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about Halo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Devil May Cry is about family. And we do have Fast Five characters uh, that are at the center of it all. Uh, okay. We have Eva and Sparta. Their sons, Virgil and Dante, who are twins. Virgil's slightly older. Okay. And last but not least, we have the Ringo of the group. We have Nero. Right. Okay, sure. And I recognize one play... of those names. It's the name I just said. Dante. Dante. <laughs> you could play as Dante and Virgil and Nero, as far as I remember, in the fifth one. Uh, you play as Dante, uh, Nero, and V. Uh, v. Oh, uh, Virgil's DLC for that game. Also, I did buy one of the DLCs for uh, DMC5 that I never actually 
got like I've never experienced yet, but it's they will replace the cutscenes with like the pre-viz cutscene. So they'll have like an action figure on a stick and like a guy in a bird <laughs> and a guy in like a bird costume on a ladder yeah. as, uh, as they like yeah. set up the blocking for the cinematics. Uh, yeah. And they realize how funny it is and it's also self-aware, but just hilarious. I've seen some yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It was five bucks and I was just like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna replay this game, but when I do, I want the previous cutscene. So I I that was like a f- e- easy five bucks for me, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You win this round, Capcom. Yeah, <laughs> not to be, well, I mean they've 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 got me got, got my fucking fucking balls in a vice with Monster Hunter at this point, so they, they've got me. Oh, they're ca- that's Capcom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a Capcom Renaissance, baby. They like uh, they had like one director or somebody, some guy in charge who was just like, Call of Duty's popular. We need to, you know, we need to appeal to the Westerners. But all that turned out to be was just making all of their old franchises shitty, and then yeah. he left. <laughs> now every now there's like the Capcom Renaissance where it's like. People really did like our games. I up to a suspiciously hard point. Yeah. <laughs> I have like an unfinished business with Capcom. There was this one uh, game on PS1, and it was a RPG Mega Man game. And it was really Mega Man Adventures 2 or something like that, or Le- Mega Man Legends 2. Battle.net or some shit? No, no, Legends. But I had Battle.net. That was a different concept. It okay. was so good, and you would go like through ruins and discover these old robots, and then you kill these robots and take their pieces to craft your own new guns and stuff. And I scratched the disc, and it never got as far as I want. I need if someone has that game. Um, How the fuck is that a bone to pick with Capcom? Did, did, did Hideki Kamiya come over, fuck your disc up, and tell you to play Devil May Cry instead? No, it's just I just need to finish the game. I guess it's just more unfinished game. Yeah, <laughs> the McCry family. Hails from a small region just outside of Livingston County, Michigan, called Hell, uh, which we will refer to as the Demon World uh, in this one here. Okay, and again, they're not—they're not from Livingston, Michigan. They're actually—they actually spend their time in Hell. That—that that is correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is, I uh, Google Maps a real place called Hell, uh, which is just in Michigan. So there you go. Doesn't surprise me of all the states, <clears throat> right? Sure. I guess. I, mean, <laughs> I guess I just like Detroit. Pete, I guess the whole state isn't Detroit, right? Pete's hot take on Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Michigan sucks. <laughs> yeah. Michigan, also known as. I've only South driven Ontario. through. Uh, I will say we're we're Canadian, uh, and and we love all our American listeners. But you guys are, I mean, uh, some would say excessively patriotic for your country, um, but also strangely patriotic for your specific states. It's like uh, it's interesting to see. I, I guess Quebec, <laughs> Quebec is too, as an example. Quebec, like Quebecers are uh, fièrement uh, yeah. <laughs> loyal de Quebec. Uh, Quebec is our Texas and also our, because it wants to secede, but not yeah. really because we're not really a union. Anyway, anyway, the demon world. Yeah, uh, the demon world is said better to be a con- uh, wait <laughs> Texas. Be- be- the demon world better than Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say, Jamie? Sorry. I said, wait, Texas? You said Texas and then the demon world. What are we talking about here? Talking about the demon world. The demon okay. world. Okay. Texas is like more like our Quebec because Quebec wants to separate and Texas yeah. has threatened to secede from the Union multiple times as far as I understand it. I don't know. Yeah. Texas isn't a place on Earth. Texas is in your head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Te- Texas can't hurt you, Jamie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. It's not small, Okay. <laughs> uh, the demon world is said to be a confusing place made up of shifting unrelated realms and planes uh, some of which have completely different biomes like fire hell and the great forest uh, great names for places I wonder what happens there 
Um, they're kind of like a fantastical storm of Super Mario-esque themed levels, perfect for a video game. So it's definitely kind of working backwards uh, in this case here. Okay. Uh, 2,000 years before the first Devil May Cry game, uh, which it's not specified, so we'll just say it's set when it came out, which is in 2001. So happy 20th birthday, Devil so May but, Cry. So we're we're starting this story in year one, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, the demon world and our human world were at war, uh, in the year one, exactly. Sure. Um, prior to this, the ultimate evil Mundus had overthrown a now lost to history demon king and taken the devil, devil throne for himself. Okay. Um, due to demons being overall much stronger than humans, especially the humans of the Bronze Age, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the dark emperor, the dark emperor, excuse me, Mundus figured his victory was assured. Uh, Mundus never expected a Judas to his personal Jesus. Uh, so when Sparta, his right-hand demon man, defected to the humans, the tides turned. Is that where the the city comes from? No. Nah. Oh, I'll get into where the names come from soon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way you say that, Peter, makes me think it's going to be stupid. It is. <laughs> a lot of it's kind of stupid. And I, that's that's like the that's what we were talking about with Devil May Cry. Is It's just like. It's ref- it's refined stupid yeah. that is then good again. Like it's absolutely worth yeah. it. Like it's every like aspect. It's the charm of it, right? Is the fact that yeah. it's so like zany. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'll ask you guys. I put I put something in our chat. I'll ask you guys to pull up a clip, and hopefully, I can get some reacts out of you. Uh, lore boys react, and then we can have a picture of Jamie clapping his hands to his cheeks with his mouth wide mouth wide open, and like a Fortnite map in the background. That's cool. YouTube sure. now, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, you you sent me a thing that says meet Asana, your work manager, but better. I don't think I did that. I'm joking. It's a it's an ad, Peter. I'm getting oh, an ad I on the, it's classic uh, classic pulling up the YouTube joke. Don't don't pull it up yet. We'll 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 get to it. Okay. Um, Sparta uh, was at the time the most powerful demon swordsman alive. Uh, he mentored his twin brothers Ball or Baal and Modeus, uh, who also joined him and defected. Um, it would seem that Ball and Modeus are twins themselves and not like the two thirds shitty part of like a triplets with a god king like involved. OK, there. sure, sure. Because they're not as powerful as Sparta. But I don't yeah. think. Yeah. And they're I mean, they're real demons as far as I know. Maybe Sparta is, too. But like, I know Ball <laughs> is a real demon and as Modeus it would be the the real counterpart. Um, yes. Who yeah. is also and, yeah, a World of Warcraft. That's for you, Jamie. Isn't it Diablo? Uh, is he? Uh, Bale is in Diablo, yeah. Bale I thought Asmodeus m- might be a World of Warcraft daemon, but I could be Asmodon, right. I think. I Asmodan, think that's, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his younger brothers only appear in the Devil May Cry animated series, which I didn't know existed. So. It, fair, me neither. As somebody yeah. who, again, has only played three, didn't understand the lick of it, <laughs> never looked yeah. into the franchise again, <laughs> didn't know the animated series existed. Can't believe starting at the third game in a trilogy was just like, I'm a little lost. I won't get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty I lost. I got here. I was it, lost it was, in the fifth one, but I feel like that was the point. Like, I don't know if anyone's supposed to follow it completely. It, it was 100% a game that I think my older brother bought as like a recommendation, probably from somebody who. Had played the series, you know, and was like, oh, Devil May Cry is great. And Andrew was just like, yeah, I'm going to get it. And Andrew didn't really like video games. So he, he played it a bit and was probably like, well, I don't like this. And I probably ended up playing through it on the easiest <laughs> difficulty. But yeah, I get thrown into five. It's like, here, go fight a demon in a giant throne that looks like like the Satans of all Satan. Oh, OK, you can't beat him yet. But don't worry, there's a hot girl who'll drive up in a car and sell you some ammo. 
Like, oh, Hell thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is going That's on? That's what I needed. Just yeah, DMC five was very much a deep end for me. And after reading through this for the reading through this shit for the episode, rather, I was just like, oh, now I understand what the fuck is going on. But it's <laughs> it it is it's like just uh it's a reunion tour of like these twenty year old characters that like I just got just j- just like thrown into. It's kind of like if you don't play The Witcher one and like The Witcher two and three, or even just go straight to three, like a lot of people did, and everybody's really excited to see Geralt, but you as the player are just like. What the fuck is happening? Like people are talking <laughs> about things they did together. <laughs> um, why, so is this, many, why do they keep talking about this flower, a dandelion? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they making tea? Come on. First it was lilacs and roses, and now it's dandelions. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, lilac and gooseberry. 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 I, I don't know what the right. fuck that is. It's. I guess they're nice. Gooseberries <laughs> are kind of berry, Peter. Come on. They're probably poisonous. Is Maybe. my guess. Like holly. Yeah. Um. So. You had mentioned it earlier. Uh, uh, many of the names in Devil May Cry are just taken from other non-Japanese cultures, but in a very clumsy way, since uh, translation <laughs> services in 2001 were worse than they are now, and they're still not that good in 2021. <laughs> um, so Sparta, the explanation for this one, it's like Sparta, when pronounced by Japanese people, is Suparta. Mm-hmm. Which, according to the wiki, apparently sounds enough like spada, which is Italian for sword. Oh, okay. Wow. And he's, so, and he, so and he's a swordsman. That is a meandering trail to get to that point, man. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I have my own Lore Boys canon explanation here because it will stand up with some of the other names that we get to. Uh, Lore Boys canon, it is just the Greek city-state Sparta with a D instead of a T. Since his brother Baal is B-A-U-L, and is named after the Canaanite demon or god Baal, B-A-A-L. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. So Although... Known, uh, go, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah the, just while we're on the subject of Baal, the B-A-U-L Baal are a real-world sect of shamanistic bards in Bangladesh. So I don't know where they took the name from. <laughs> they right. just source them from all over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just darts... <laughs> so what was the name for for uh sword again in italian spada spada okay i think that's where spaghetti comes from because they look like little swords <laughs> they look like little yeah. swords yeah. <laughs> yeah when you turn something into a sword you you'd say you're spotifying it so oh right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so all the, all the listeners listening on spotify you know you know the origin of the spotify name it's to you're turn sorting? something into a sword because <laughs> you, you Injecting you this into your ears waves. via yeah, exactly. sound. Or you turn sound waves into little swords to put them in the the sheaths that are your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize we'd have like a like a nature fact as well, like this early in the episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the uh, great Satan that is like uh, on the devil throne right now, Mundus, is just one of the Latin words for world, which shouldn't really surprise anybody, I guess, who speaks a second language because like. In French, monde, monde is yeah. world, so it's just kind of whatever, right? Mondo. What is world in Spanish? Yeah. I think mondo. Uh, pull up the clip. Yeah. Um, following his, quote, awakening to justice, which again, great translation, uh, Sparta entrusted his teachings to his brothers and went off to, uh, went off to war to save the human world. Uh, Sparta single-handedly defeated the armies of the demon world as well as Mundus himself. Okay. Good friend. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's doing work. He's making waves. Yeah. 
Um, using his blood, uh, his prized weapon, the Devil Sword Sparta, which I guess is the Devil Spada Spada in this instance. <laughs> uh, and the blood of an allied human priestess. Um, he sealed Mundus away within like a classy, like marble countertop vault, basically, hopefully forever, right? Okay. Um, sure. cause Mundus would certainly never be the final boss of any kind of video games or anything stupid like that. No, I don't, he's been defeated. I think he'd probably reflect on what brought him to that point in his life and learn from his mistakes and probably not do the bad thing again. I could single-handedly lay waste to his armies, and I certainly won't kill him. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> Mundo, uh, Spanish for world, Mundo, like Dr. Mundo. Mundo okay. Well, with a U. There you go. Yeah. What about Italian, James? This uh, is how we Italian. keep me busy all episode. Yeah, it's and then do German after that. <laughs> Well, German's going to be uh, the Germanic root might be different than the Latin root, right? It'll probably it'll probably be fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Belarusian, it is Sviet. Oh, in in German, okay. it's, in German, it's Welt. Uh huh. Oh, in uh, Latin, it's, it's in English. Orbis in Latin. Oh, uh, Orbis. World. I like that one. Uh, in Zulu, it is Umlata. Laba. Umlata. Laba. Huh. Sorry. It's like that punctuation from Sweden, the umlaut, sort of. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I'm sure Sweden and the Zulus have a lot of like common roots for their languages, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> In Hebrew, I can't read those letters. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of religion, uh, the sealing away of Mundus ended the human demon war and created its gate. And this one is so fucked up. There is no real world analog for this one. The name of the gate and the tower that is that it's within is the Temen Nigru. Okay. Yeah. Which is Yep. It's a massive tower uh, resembling the Tower of Babel. Um, So I just refer to it as Temen for the rest of the episode, but just for the real lore nerds out there, I did read that. (laughs) It's uh, Uh, Sorry, this tower is Mondas's like domain? You you were saying? The it is like the gate that seals him within his marble prison is inside the Temen Tower. Okay, yeah, cool. and artistically it looks like the kind of renditions of the Tower of Babel. And th- and this is also in hell, in H E double hockey sticks. Uh, <laughs> it's on Earth. The gate oh, okay. is the, the gate is on Earth. Yeah. So they imprisoned him outside of outside of his domain. That makes <laughs> sense. You might have said that, and I forgot. Y- yeah, they imprisoned him like. Away from Earth, they they the gate keeps him away from the human world. Okay, okay. It's how Sparta hell's yeah. a place on Earth. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the gate of Temen uh, to the can, excuse me, the gate of Temen uh, to the demon world can only be opened with the reunited halves of the perfect amulet, which Sparta also used some of his power to create. Okay, um, for good measure and for the sake of boss fights. Uh, Sparta also sealed away minor demons such as Cerberus, Agni, Rudra, Nevan, Beowulf, and Leviathan, uh, as well as demons named after the Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. Um, so, once again, a lot of these names probably sound familiar. <laughs> Excuse me. Cerberus is a mythical hound of Hades, often portrayed as having three heads, or as yeah. a great worm in Dante's Inferno. Um, Agni is the Hindu god of fire. Rudra is the Hindu god of the storm. Beowulf Nevan, is the yeah. first year lit degree assignment. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Beowulf is the first C plus you're going to get and then realize you need to drink less. <laughs> uh, Nevan is named for Nemain, who is an Irish goddess of chaos and war. And then, yeah, Beowulf. Uh, finally, Leviathan is like a giant sea monster in the Hebrew Bible. Yeah, it's like a Kraken yeah. or something. As for the sins, you fucking get it. Like, yeah, it, well, there's the well, fat one and the horny one and then the angry yeah. one or whatever. Who cares? And the 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 money one and the yeah. the lazy one. It's the seven dwarfs. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yes, the seven the seven deadly dwarves of the of the in the, in the Bible. Sneezy, <laughs> sneezy, Doc, obviously the worst one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Horny, a uh, little yeah. bastard. Really Lazy, horny, yeah. sneezy. <laughs> hi ho, hi ho! Off to sin we go. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, later on, um, uh, Sparta would seal away another gateway to the demon world in a city called Fortuna, which is an isolated city in an unknown country, but the architecture is pretty Roman. And Fortuna is, in Roman mythology, is also the uh, personification of luck. Okay. Uh, okay he already used... Sorry? I said O Fortuna, which is a song. Yes. In The Matrix 3, I think. Oh, there you go. My shit. That's that. that it, it's from the OST of the Matrix Three. I tried I to watch it's, all it's the Matrixes the other Don't. week. I got through. I got two, three, but I couldn't get through three. It was. It wasn't. <laughs> it was too yeah. Bad. Yeah. It is. Uh, I remember being very hyped on them as a. Uh, I guess I would have been nine years old when the first one came out. I remember being very into the trilogy when it came out, uh, but I could totally see it not holding up today. Yeah, a friend of mine was really, really into the Matrix movies, and we watched them incessantly, like on his yeah. Xbox. If, <laughs> it's like when we're done playing Halo Two and there's peak and nostalgia to, for me right now. Yeah, oh. like it's a system of a down with the Xbox media player. Hell yeah! And then and then watching the Matrix Three, but just the fight scene in like Zion. Or the, like okay, the, yeah, the yeah. robots are just like shooting at the ceiling for yeah, yeah. What, 45 minutes and that's yeah. a fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> I remember why I'm watching now because I just finished Cyberpunk and I wanted more Keanu Reeves in a weird like dystopian future. Uh, uh, so okay, okay, yeah. Oh, right, right. That, that was it. You could watch Johnny Mnemonic. That's Cyberpunk, Keanu Reeves, and yeah. probably more interesting. Like I and his fucking brain is a is is made out of a machine, and it has three hundred and fifty kilobytes of. Yeah, brain. exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched that not that long ago. Great movie, cool premise. I mean, Keanu's acting is never a uh, showstopper, but like particularly bad in Johnny Mnemonic. I'll say. Uh, good. <laughs> I have watched that semi-recently. Within the I last year, I've watched that. Like so. Devil May Cry, though, like the badness kind of adds some charm to it. Yeah, right? for sure. For yeah. sure. I had a ton yeah. of fun watching it. So. Like, it, it, failing upwards is not always a bad thing, right? Like, sometimes your complete nonsense is, like, just so innocent and so clean and so fun. That's how I became a manager, actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for the Fortuna Gate, um, like I said, Sparta had already used his favorite sword, Sparta to seal off the last gate within Temin. This time he used the katana, the Yamato, to uh, seal away the demons in the gateway to Fortuna. Uh, Yamato is definitely a, a thing as well. It's I know it was a, a battleship, like a very famous battleship, but it's a oh, thing yeah. in like Starcraft 2, the Yamato an cannon. And that's an upgrade a, for your carrier? Yeah. No, for battleships, battleships or yeah. battlecruisers. Battlecruiser operational. Was it a was it an emperor? Is it a guy's name? 
I don't remember. Uh, I didn't look up this one. To yeah, uh, really. Yamato is the di- also the dynastic name of the ruling Imperial House of Japan. There you go. So it's the ah. Emperor's, Emperor's family is the Yamato family. It's okay, Nick Cannon's long lost ancestors. Yeah, the Yamato. Yeah, Yamato <laughs> <laughs> Crunch out of Nick Cannon. We're still waiting. Still waiting for you, man. <laughs> um, so throughout relevant history, Sparta would fight alongside the Protectors, who are a clan of demon hunting warriors, and their leader, I guess it's Matier, M-A-T-I-E-R. Uh, it's like this old lady who like leads this army of knights. Um, don't know how to pronounce that. Um, but like, unlike Sparta in this case here, like obviously he's like working his ass off. Unlike Sparta, who never takes a break, uh, we are going to be back after this one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, and we're back and done talking about horse feet, guys. Yeah. Uh, in the break, uh, I, I, the- I was explaining my my favorite new YouTube channel is Farriers, where they, they cut the horse hooves and trim it down. And it's very satisfying, worth a, taking a look. It's like uh, it's like that soap carving that people seem to be into, right? It's like it's like super super smooth and yeah, mechanical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of those videos. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed a product that we heartily endorse. I actually bought two of whatever you just heard. Yeah, I bought two cosmetic today, and yeah. <laughs> I love them. they're great. Keep one on the kitchen table and another on the mantle, just for show. Just, yeah, <laughs> right above the fireplace. <laughs> They're selling life insurance or something like that. I got two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got two. Yeah, one for both my names, so I'm going to fake my death for one, and then the new guy yeah. who looks just like me is going to cash it in. Yeah. F- fun tip from the lore boys. Insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't uh, think pay- we'd sneak this into the DMC episode, did you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, pay to the to the beneficiary of Don O'Peterhugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Odd name. Is that yeah. uh, Scottish? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, before the break, we were talking about how Sparta was, you know, doing a hell of a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. And despite the fact he had sacrificed some of his power, uh, he was severely weakened. Um, he still remained mostly ageless. Um, by the time we kind of get to him in our in our historical period here of being the like the twentieth century or the nineteenth century, uh, he's just like a handsome silver fox, which Ethan you mentioned liking earlier, which is great. Yeah, I'm uh, fully erect now. Let's let's get on with the show. Huh? Let's go. So in the 20th century, uh, he met and fell in love with a woman named Eva. 
Uh, and together they had twin sons, Dante and Virgil. Virgil first, very important. Only barely, though. He's the old okay. twin. Um, and they lived together in their mansion outside of Redgrave City. Is this okay, is this is this another made up thing that you're doing? Like they Red, actually <laughs> Redgrave City is from the game. I did not Google okay. it to see if it was in Michigan. <laughs> so for it's it could be. Somebody can find out if Redgrave City is in Michigan right now if you'd like. <laughs> Some of us are already looking it up, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> so after after the boys were born, um, for unknown non I'm buying cigarette reasons, Sparta completely disappeared. Um, and then kind of like Loreboy's canon, he's not actually at time of writing a deadbeat. He probably like disappeared for unknown demonic crusade reasons or to like protect the earth or some shit. Yeah, sure. Hey honey, I'll I'll be right back. I just gotta I just gotta go imprison a demon, okay? I'll be uh, back five minutes. Five minutes in and out. And I'll be right okay. back. I'll be right back to, to live the rest of my life here with you, my loving wife and these twins. Two children. Two not one, but two children. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'll be back. Like I said, <laughs> quick in and out. You know, imprison a demon and then uh uh yeah. Pick up paper towels. The casserole's a bit runny. Yeah, sure. Paper towels for your for your slop. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back. Love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or slams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who fixes um, a casserole with paper towels? It's runny. <laughs> Yeah, hey, just I like water in my casserole, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen like some like some some like college dorm or just like kind of like white trash like cooking experiments where it's like, oh, I use mac and cheese, like the the powder from a thing of scallop potatoes that I ate raw six months ago, and <laughs> and, and the they're ingredients like warm for crystal meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like cubed hot dogs and they're just like yo bro you don't need money to live like a king or whatever yeah, yeah. on instagram <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, yo dude come into my dorm room check it out my scallop potatoes turned into booze let's drink it and get fucked like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything's in, in like a three cups of water pot with a handle on it yeah yeah <laughs> it's the only clean dish he had <laughs> so um i mean Runny casserole, no bueno, but his disappearance is still unknown. So, Loreboy's canon, it was shitty casserole. Okay. <laughs> lock that one in right there. Yeah. Is Eva can't cook for shit. Mm. Um, Eva's name, obviously, is taken from Eve of dumb bitch snake fame in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Dante and Virgil are much like our episodes on the uh, Divine Comedy. Dante's Just Inferno. Copy pasted homework, baby. Virgil was the guide, right? The poet, Virgil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Through, but he, couldn't get, he couldn't get into heaven. Couldn't because he's a pagan and yeah, guide yeah. through hell and limbo, but did make it to heaven. Check out our Dante's Inferno episode. Is yes, uh, hopefully the link below. Uh, Virgil, sure. like when you play as him, is he like V in five, like that edge lord in a trench coat with no shirt underneath? Or like, I watched some of the DLC footage. He is so fucking cool. He basically has like a time traveling shadow with a katana. So, oh, nice. It's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. Um, my favorite quote and source combo of Eva's uh, that I found in the research was Virgil, Dante, happy birthday, quote, Eva to Dante and Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they clarified. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was I was confused. Yeah. It's like uh, um, my favorite. I always love saying my favorite quote from World of Warcraft is from the Mists of Pandaria expansion. And it's just Ook Duker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Um, I think she imparted she imparted this nugget of wisdom on their eighth birthday because this is when shit goes down. Um, the boy's eighth birthday was also when she gave them each one half of the perfect amulet, um, and also Seems sadly like when responsibility for an eight year old. Yeah, it abs- absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. I mean, you, she basically just gave two eight year old boys one half of a Lego set and was just like, "Don't build it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Here's um, an enormous responsibility for the rest of your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm just going to go out. I got some, uh, I got to go make a casserole at the store. So I'll be back. Uh, be good. Don't play with the stove. <laughs> you can make with this casserole with everything you can get at a store and their radiator. <laughs> now on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch the, uh, don't touch the scallop potato vodka. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep the boys away from the hot plate they might get hurt uh. <laughs> um so on their eighth birthday as well um so uh sparta's gone at this point uh he has gone out to get paper towels for his shitty casserole um on the boys eighth birthday is when eva actually gets killed by a demon attack ordered by mundus who is starting to regain some of his power and communicate like through his marble prison now just because the gates the main gates to the demon world had been sealed with the Yamato and with Sparta, respectively. Or, I mean, not in that historical order, so that's completely wrong. Um, demons can still get into the human world. So there's a little bit of fuckery going on, which was like the need for the the, the guardians that, excuse me, Sparta had worked with in the past. Yeah, it's an imperfect seal. Otherwise, exactly. there'd be no story. So Yeah, <laughs> and everything ended before the game. Yeah, <laughs> like hit start to hit start to roll the credits. Roll credits, yeah, <laughs> pretty good. That's something uh, that Nier, I, I feel like Near Automata that did in one of their endings or something. <laughs> I think I got about ten of those, and one of them was just to straight up kill yourself during the tutorial, and then you get an ending. <laughs> you, you have so like a, yeah, there's like one of the things. There's like a piece of equipment you can uninstall, which is like your brain, and then you just blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what happened during the attack is unclear. It's been retconned a few times in various media, and in some cases, Eva is ripped apart in front of Dante by demons, leading him to start the blue-collar demon removal service called Devil May Cry, which is his brand. Oh, that's a... Okay, okay, I'm yeah. on board. It's a company. He it's has a, mo- like a moving truck with the... <laughs> he has, like, a neon sign on, like, a shit... Like, a, over a shitty door in, like, a brick building that says okay. Devil, Devil May Cry. It's his, it's his, he's a small business owner. Devil May Cry exterminators, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly a... it. <laughs> you got yeah. roaches in your casserole called Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but it's exactly that. He could be hired out just via landline uh, to exercise demons. He still has a landline in Devil May Cry 5. For the record, like if you saw that in any of the cutscenes, he's just I mean, like straight up just that, that kind of boomer. Yeah, I feel like it plays on the like owning this this devil removal service plays on like the old like gumshoe detective like novels and sh- yeah. and shows and movies and things yeah. like that. Right. Where he's just like, ah, you know, he's down on his luck. Hard beat. Always got a glass of, or a bottle of whiskey in the drawer at his desk. And yeah. Th- that's exactly right. Except Dante, instead of like whiskey, is it's pizza. Okay, there you go. He's a, he's a, he's a, he likes a good for slice. For the kids. Like the Ninja Turtles. Uh, by Devil May Cry 5, though, on that note, it doesn't seem that taking payment in pizza it can, like, pay your bills because <laughs> the rest of the economy doesn't run on pizza. Uh, so his electricity is cut off in Devil May Cry 5. So he's just in, like, a dark room with his landline. 
<laughs> when he gets intro to that guy. Beautiful. Yeah. During this version of the attack uh, by the demons on uh, the homestead, uh, Virgil is kidnapped. However, in the most recent version, which is like the backstory or like fleshed out in Devil May Cry 5, um, Dante is hidden in a cupboard by Eva. She like hides him away. He's like, don't look, don't look like that, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. Virgil's fate is mostly unknown. She still gets killed by demons, but like is not eviscerated in front of her eight year old son. Uh, okay. And then Virgil just disappears uh, in the meantime. Okay. Um, wh- whichever Disney dead parent thread you choose, both end up with the founding of Devil May Cry demon removal service. No matter what, he's just like, parents are dead, small business. That's what that's where we're going. That's it. I mean, someone's someone's got to earn this bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dante grew up into a tall, handsome husbando uh, with completely white hair. He kind of has like a little mop of white hair. Very kind of very 2000s hair and it's, it's stark white. Um, in an interview, Camilla stated that Dante doesn't smoke because he is, quote, too cool to smoke. Oh, which yeah. It's such a good, like, how the times have changed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, just, just PR, right? Just like the PR firm being like, we're going to get some some good uh, publicity with like the, you know, uh, Christian moms against gamers. Uh, yeah. Crowds. <laughs> but like, no, it's cool not to smoke. <laughs> hey, kid, let me pull up my chair backwards here. <laughs> do you think, do you think skateboarding's cool do you think uh juggling a demon on the end of a, a spotto uh for fi- a 52 hit combo is cool well you know it's not cool smoking yeah yeah if you get a, a if you want to light up a cigarette just suck down a slice of saw instead yeah. <laughs> yeah. funnily enough the combo system is is rated. It's like C B A S S S and then triple S. One of them is smoking. I think it's S, and then it's like smoking sexy, and then the triple S is something else. So like he doesn't smoke, but he is smoking sexy, and that's that's way more important, kids. Smoke in. It's like you're, in, exactly. you're so hot, you're smoking. Yeah. Somebody smoke me. Uh, I think is the quote from the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. In the first game, uh, he does. So he is like kind of too cool for most things. But in the first game, he does show a little bit of, of emotion. Uh, and now is when I would like you guys to pull up the clip that I had posted earlier. Uh, okay. Because Mundus, it? growing in power, uh, creates a demon clone of Dante's mother named Trish and Before sends her we... after him. Before we start, and do we want to stream it in Discord so the listeners can hear what we're reacting to? Or is it just like you want our commentary on it? <laughs> I mean, uh, do both. Actually, it. it's six. It's six seconds. Oh, it's six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just watched it. It's uh, you know, there's some emotion there. It's about again, the MP3. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I can't speak for uh, the voice actor for Dante uh, and his uh, his credentials. You know, um, but that's uh, going <laughs> to come sounds... through really bad on the podcast because you guys are talking at the same time, and I just realized it played the six seconds, so oh. it's probably way too dank <laughs> well, uh, on their well, side. But yeah, listeners at home, enjoy that one. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um, so throughout the game, their relationship changes, and Trish ends up sacrificing herself to save Dante, which is when he uh, screams out that it should have been him to mm-hmm. fill her dark soul with light. <laughs> And that's where uh, that's where we get Dark Souls from, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the inspiration. Certainly not the Lord of the Rings and Berserk. It was uh, <laughs> six seconds from the first Devil May Cry game. <laughs> Wait, what actually uh, happens? I couldn't hear it like while we were doing it. It's like, what does he say? Uh, oh, the quote is, I sh- it should have been me to fill your dark soul with light. <laughs> yeah. That's so cheesy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cheesed the whole time. It's it's Nothing's ever changed. Devil May Cry... When Devil May Cry got like serious and edgy, like with DMC, the Western one is when people hated it because it was like ironic, stupid instead of genuine, trying so hard to be cool, stupid. And yeah. there, only one of those things is like, you know, kind of likable and cute. Yeah, I, it's a fine line too, right? Like yeah. when you when you become self aware, when like B movies become self aware. Like, they lose a lot of their charm, too. Like, Sharknado is on, like, Sharknado 7 now. Yeah. And for sure, it's, like, you know, the fun of it is the fact that somebody thought that this was a good idea in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Not that now, you know, you're genuinely making money off the franchise and, you know, just, like, if breaking Tommy it Wiseau, in. If Tommy Wiseau tried to make a The Room 2 and make it funny, it might not be as funny as The Room 1. Yeah, yeah that was the exactly. example I was going to use. Like, you, the royal <laughs> you, cannot make The Room on purpose. But someone made the room on purpose, and that's what makes it good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Trish, however, spoilers for the first game that came out 20 years ago, does return later in the game, and she hugs Dante, and they both have a good cry, and she states that she is no longer a demon, just a demon part of her got killed by Mundus, since devils never cry. Uh, And... Oh, because hence the name of the detective agency, I guess. <laughs> no, it's uh, much hence, but yeah. After defeating Mundus once and for all, so killed for real, Dante renames his small business Devil Never Cry. However, in canon, changes it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what? It's just the brand recognition of DMC was so much better than DNC. Yeah. <laughs> already, yeah, he already ordered yeah, exactly. like 10,000 business cards and like yeah. to get all those fixed, it'd just be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, easy to change an N to an M because you just add the lines, but it's hard to change an M to an N. So, and I don't know how that's coming through on on audio if uh, if it just sounds like I'm saying N and N. But, well, no, uh, it's because you can because you can just draw the additional stick on a capital N. Like, yeah, North. exactly. Right. Yeah. And then you can, it's it would really be hard to like scrape the ink off of every single fucking business card to remove it from a capital M like Mundus. And I, yeah, I like to remember it as N is in North, M is in Morth. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So Trish not dead. Uh, uh, able to cry uh, when Dante changed the name of his business to a thing she said and was just like that's way too stupid dude and he changed it back uh, Trish would freelance for a while with Devil May Cry uh, and then even joined the Order of the Sword disguising herself as a woman named Gloria for okay. no reason that I could find <laughs> <laughs> she was just somebody else this was like a twist in DMC 3 I think where Gloria is Trish so like okay that I think that was a reveal or something. Um, Virgil now, Dante's slightly older twin brother, took a different path after Eva's murder. Uh, before the demon attack on the mansion, um, which I spelled wrong here, that's embarrassing. Um, mansion? Virgil. Mansion. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, at the, yeah exactly. <laughs> No, and there's only one in in Nanshin, idiot. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Namshin. Yeah. Um, Virgil would hang out at a bookstore and talk to the shop owner. Uh, he was eight at this point and already a creep. Uh, he uses katanas, hangs out at bookstores, and like speaks to the owners and reads William Blake. Um, during the demon attack, Virgil was playing at a playground uh, where he was ambushed and managed to escape to a cemetery and then defeat all the demons around him with a Yamato. Or the Yamato. I uh, a- after this, he waited for his mother to come rescue him. Uh, he did not know she was dead, and she never came. Um, up oh. until recently, in DMC5, uh, he always thought she had abandoned him, which probably led him to hate the human race and become a secondary and primary antagonist throughout the series. So Virgil, oh. your brother, is the bad guy. He's a secondary antagonist in the earlier ones, and he is the main bad guy of DMC5. Oh, yeah. Uh, all, at some point, mommy went out to get a casserole, never came home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this casserole really fucked this, this, like, really broke this family apart. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Your dad never came home with the paper towels. I can't salvage this. I'm just going to go buy a frozen one. Goes to the store, gets murdered he by never a devil. Comes back. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, both your parents on the same shitty dinner leave to buy cigarettes is like, <laughs> the, most, is, like the most fucked up thing. Those boys, um, they can face anything. They can face demons on the outside, but on the inside, they can't face the casserole that I broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Uh, at some point in his edgelord days, uh, he took a lover uh, who was just some unknown woman, but he did have a son with her. Uh, Virgil has uh, daddy issues and mommy issues, so Virgil abandoned his newborn son uh, with the Order of the Sword in Fortuna to be trained by a man named Credo. Okay. They go for the short, like acronym uh, Oots. Yeah, Order of the Sword. Name. Yeah. Oots, 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 and Banunus. Loreboy's Canon. Yes, it is the okay. the full name of the school is Ootsels and Banunus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, his abandoned son would be trained uh, by the Order and become yet another handsome demon hunter. Thank God, there's so many anime boys. For you to choose from, despite the fact they all basically look the same. They just wear different coats. Yeah, they just have yeah. different yeah, cuts of leather. <laughs> yeah, different yeah. different color hair, too. Uh, it's all white. They all have white hair. Or they all have white hair? Damn. Yeah, Dante, Virgil, and uh, Nero all have just, like, stark white hair. Um, Nero, tra- Nero trained with Kyrie, uh, who would become his childhood friend, and I believe is Credo's daughter, although I found some uh, kind of conflicting evidence there, so I that's that's lore boys canon up in the air that's for you to decide yeah exactly daughter sister who cares depends on what website you're on (laughs) (laughs) uh demons once attacked the order when uh when uh kairi and nero were both young however nero managed to fight them off and save kairi uh his right shoulder was wounded and it became infected with some kind of demonic corruption um however this was actually his hereditary demonic power manifesting on his body uh, this progressed until his arm transformed completely into the Devil Bringer, which became even more powerful when he received the Yamato Katana. <laughs> so when he got so infected, he had to get one of the, the dwarfs of uh, Sin to check it out, Doc, right? And Doc yeah. looked at it. <laughs> yeah. he, he just made it yeah. way worse. And, yeah. 
Then yeah. and then and then afterwards, Doc puts on his vinyl glove, says, "Okay, now bend over. It's time for your devil trigger examination." <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to wake a sleeping prince. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that could be the artwork there, like Nero on the bed and then just like (laughs) Prince Charming putting a glove on. (laughs) Just just bending over a table. (laughs) Bend over this glass coffin. Yeah. (laughs) Bend over this this glass coffin. The doctor will be with you soon. Uh, (laughs) Um, So uh, fans will have guessed uh, that I've been like fans will have guessed that like the this is the protagonist of the Devil May Cry series. Um, uh, the Devil May Cry 4 and 5, excuse me. Um, and then in Devil May Cry 5, a mysterious stranger comes up to Nero in his garage that he works in with Kyrie, uh, and just straight up breaks his devil, uh, the devil bringer arm, like clean off his body, which Jamie, you would have seen in the cutscenes where he shows up in his hood, grabs him by the arm and then just snaps it. Hey, I needed on. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. In that uh, DLC version, uh, they don't have like a fake arm they're ripping off. They rip off his real arm. And uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah, method actor, yeah. man. The yeah. guy, the guy sells it in the pre in the previs. <laughs> then he yells, "Why couldn't I be the dark soul to fill you with light?" <laughs> <laughs> then he bleeds uh, out. This, this mysterious stranger would later be revealed to be his father, Virgil, coming back for his sword. Give me back my arm, boy. Uh, Nero has been operating kind of a mobile food truck version of Devil May Cry or Devil's Never Cry, depending on which is your uh, your brand of choice. Yeah. Uh, he operates it out of a large van with a woman named Nico Goldstein. Okay. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned how hot Nico is, Jamie. Nico has a Pavlov's dog effect on me because she looks exactly like a girl I was seeing like five years ago before uh, Dara and I got together. She's like slightly lighter skinned than like my actual friend, but it like disturbs and arouses me to play the game because it, it it she just looks fucking exactly the same. It's so fucking weird, like similar kind of tattoo arrangement, same body, same build, everything. And it just it was just like, OK, I finally find my found my waifu, I guess. I remember <laughs> I didn't have that context, but I remember you talking about how hot that character was when I was playing it in like 2018 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, tell my I... wife, but she's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's my anime wife. Gotta promise me, you'll never show Dara this game. Yeah. Don't ever tell Dara about Devil May Cry Five. She's gonna get so mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the so that's that's personal lore. Uh, in the real lore, uh, Nico was adopted by Nell Goldstein, uh, who was the woman who built Dante's pistols, ebony and ivory. He has a white magnum and a black magnum. Okay. Uh, and grew up to be an equally skilled or even more skilled weaponsmith. So Nico uh, is the woman that uh, Nero drives around with in their food truck version of Devil May Cry, and she builds all of uh, Nero's cybernetic arms that replace the Devil Bringer. Right. So throughout the game, you can choose to bring in multiple different kind of robot arms that all have different abilities to that string into different combos. Do you want There's stun one punch? fist you that you could just punch? like... Yeah, exactly. There's like a grappling hook. There's one fist that you can just like blast off your body like a missile and then surf it because Devil May Cry knows exactly what you want to do with your combos. That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah, there's one that's a big claw where you can just beat the shit out of monsters. 
it's it's great. And uh, Nico is the woman who builds all of your upgrades in her mobile shop. Yeah. Um, Nero. There's the self-pleasure is, arm that you can get, and it doesn't really do anything except go back and forth over and over. Yes, that's true. There is, yeah. there is also that one. There's one that is just a, like, I think it's a fork with like a bunch of other utensils all around it. Yeah. It's a Swiss army knife for eating, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's another one that's free DLC called Monkey Business, where it just turns the front half of your arm, I think, into like a banana cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it and then I know fantastic. you can just get the Mega Man Mega Buster as well somehow. Just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, Cry's not fucking around. They were like, "We know this game is a video game ass video game, and we're gonna have all the fun in the world. We're gonna turn the video game up to to max." Yeah, to eleven. Um, so Nero is eventually revealed to be even more powerful than his father, Virgil, and uncle Dante, due to being one quarter demon instead of half. And now try and follow this fucking logic here, okay? Demonic power charges up with human blood and human souls. Right. And since Nero has 25% more human, he is also 25% more strong because his demon has 25% more gas. Makes his demon stronger. Oh, it's like uh, when you use essential oils, you got to dilute them 20 times to make them stronger. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Ex- ex- exactly. When you're drinking that like, like vial of translucent purple goo, that on its own is completely poisonous. But if you put it in a big enough bottle of water, you can feel kind of funny and fall asleep easier, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you're making yeah. a casserole, you should make sure it's really runny because if there's more water, yeah. then it's more as, casserole-y. As diluted yes. as possible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want to use too much because it's poisonous, but like one drop of casserole in a glass of water right before you go to sleep and you'll have the best dreams ever. (laughs) It's so relaxing. Um, So after discovering the fact he's more powerful than his father and his uncle, uh, Nero prevents Dante and Virgil from killing each other, tells them to stop all this silly nonsense, and then they both return to hell to stop the demon threat once and for all while Nero remains on Earth. And that is Devil May Cry up to... And including the end of five Dude. with yeah. only the live action DLC. So that's do you, it. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Can I interest you in casseroles and demons? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have been your host, Peter O'Donohue. Uh, you can find me at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram or on the Loreboys Discord, loreboys.com slash about. Jump in there. There's things happening. There's things in motion. We have a great community gaming scene these days. Or at least the past few weeks, it's been great. Hopefully it holds up. Um yeah. and yeah, uh, Ethan or I guess Jamie. Uh, I'll I'll do Jamie first because he's uh he, he's a little bit more concise. Sure, sure. Uh yeah, get in the Discord. I spend. I'm trying to give more of my time. Like Bison's been, um, using uh, like organizing this stuff, but I'm also trying to put our time in. So if you get to hear the the voices that uh, you've come to know and hopefully love, if you've gotten this far in the episode, and uh, yeah, just come by the Discord. Honestly, it's the, yeah. the best thing you can do. Whether whether you've come to know and love us or know and lust for us, we'll we'll take what we can get. Uh, <laughs> if you like the show uh, or lust for the show, I suppose um, the best way you guys can help us is by leaving reviews on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on right now. Um, and if you do it on multiple, hey, all the better. Um, beyond that, telling your friends about the show, telling people that you think might like it about the show, just freaking shouting it from the rooftops. Oh, I'm horny for lore boys. Um, 
we, we it means the world to us. So, and thanks so much to everyone who's listened uh, forever, and to everyone who's who's just found us today. Uh, you mean the world. Um, but uh, if you wanted to uh, help with your wallet, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys. Uh, you can go, you can check out some perks there. Uh, we really, really do appreciate you guys making this monetarily, not just viable, but, um, you know, in- incentivized in, in a way. Um, the show's not the most expensive thing in the world to run. And it's not the cheapest thing in the world to run. And, and you guys have helped uh, take that strain off uh, big time. Of course, uh, we do have uh, Lore Boys Prime, which is something we've done since before Patreon would even uh, look at us or consider us. Uh, you know, we, I didn't know that there was a, they gated Patreon, but, uh, when they, they took two looks at us, they said, Oh no, no, not you, <laughs> not your kind yeah. here. Uh, so we kicked off Lord Boys Prime to start and, and we've done it ever since. Uh, and so, uh, some of the people in the discord might know that I'm, I'm moving into a new house. I have a lot of extra room. Uh, me and my dad bought a still, uh, last, last year. So I'm going to be looking forward to making some, uh, real products for you. And, uh, I need your guys scalloped potatoes. I'm making scalloped potato vodka and I need you guys <laughs> to, uh, please, uh, water down your scalloped potatoes and, and send them to me, uh, Ziploc bag is preferable, but really any kind of receptacle that you guys can, can find it. Um, send it my way, and, and you'll be the first one to get to a tour of the uh, Scallop Potato Distillery. Yeah. Um, uh, generally speaking, Canada Post trucks are not refrigerated, so if you put the potatoes in a Ziploc bag, they'll start to kind of booze up on the way here. So it's yeah, less work for us. Right. means you get your liquor faster, faster since it's kind of being made on the way. Exactly. I can never yeah. wait for it to be ready anyways. I always just get in there head first like a little piggy. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> we've had to, we've had to get Jamie out of the mailroom here at Lore Boys headquarters so he stops yeah. just sticking his whole head in Ziploc bags full of scalloped potatoes. <laughs> yeah, we, we put all your guys' letters in just a trough and he's just rooting through <laughs> all the time. Uh, it's a gamer uh, trough. And I think that would constitute a Lore Boys. Lore Boys. Lore Boys. Out. Out. Devil May Kraut. Um, my name's James, and this is, uh, Sound Checkerino. My name's Ethan, and this is my Sound Checkerino. I don't have a pop filter today, because it's somewhere in my boxes. Uh, my name is Peter, and this is my Sound Checkerooney. I am the second half of the Arena Arooney. Ethan, you can always just pull your shirt up over your face, and it's like a built-in pop filter. Is this butter? Yeah. <laughs> How are my peas? Are they popping? Uh, I, be- I can't even hear that you said any peas, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> They're like completely removed. Yeah. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 